in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. News Talk listeners, we're back. We're live. The one and only, the very long, long program, the all-around home improvement hour. Just kidding. It's it's only 42 minutes of radio that you have to withstand. That's not bad, right? Polish? Not bad at all. We're here. We're talking home improvements. Let's do it. All around. We get it done. We do it Welcome, Twin Cities News Talk listeners. My name's Charles Thayer, the home improvement slayer. And I'm very, very honored to be your host every single week. We're back, actually. We were gone. I'm with uh, the one and only, of course, the very Polish. In the house. I like your music a lot better than mine. No, what do you mean? You are lying. This is this is pretty good. I mean, how can you not love this for 15 seconds and then beg Stan to send it away? Actually, you know what? This would have been great yesterday at uh, New Bohemia. Yes. We went uh, with our friend Scott Tober, who's joining us. Fantastic. And, and, and also, uh, we'll just welcome him on now, Dennis Ricart with High Road Heating and Cooling. Correct. That's right. Correct. Is it Ricart? <laughs> we say Ricart. 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 Yeah. Ricart. So there's a T, silent but, T at the end? Ricart. Th- thanks. Kind of, for, I don't know if the D's silent or the T's. <laughs> I don't know. No. Thanks for that, Stan. I always say Richard with a T. But yeah, uh, yesterday we had a chance to go to uh, New Bohemia. Bratswurstenhausen. I don't. I have a. Ter- I think that's how it that's goes. That's not a good German accent. No. Whatever. But um, Scott took us out to lunch, and I got to give you a mean, shout. You out. mean Kraut, right? Kraut. Yeah. Scott Tober. Kraut with Quality Edge. Right. Yeah. We'll figure out how that all ties in later in the show. But uh, I will say, for a restaurant that specializes in brats, I was impressed. Yes. I There's could, a lot to choose from. They have some pretty exotic stuff on the menu, like. More brats. They had like alligator. I think I saw in there. And I didn't. There was something else. I guess I didn't look hard enough. Yeah, but it was. But they're all in the form of a brat. Is that right? Yes, they they are. I I know I had the wild rice and oregano. Have you ever been there, Dennis? I have not. Oh, it's something else. Beer and brats. I was going to ask if they had beer. Mm-hmm. It's it's what they're about. It's in the name. It was really good. Worst uh, house. Fifteen and bucks. You get worst and beer, French fries, and a brat. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. It's pretty awesome. So every week from noon to one, we talk a lot of things, uh, and we also talk home improvement-related topics as well. Polish Powerhouse have been uh, and I have been gone for a couple weeks. Got to send a uh, thank you to Mike Hilborn with Roof to Deck, who uh, stepped in for us last week and took over the reins of the show, and he did a good job along with his guests from Minnesota Real Estate Team and other folks on his team. We're in here holding it down for us. If you want to call in live and ask us any home improvement-related question that you have, we'll do our best to answer it. The number to call is 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855. And if you're calling from Japan, 800-854-1978. 
800-854-1978. Good call. Yeah, we, we, well, we are streaming live uh, on iHeartMedia. Sure. So we could have a couple. It could be anywhere, yeah. yeah. You, you really never know. Last time I was on the show, you guys, I brought up something. Uh, it's more of just like a, you should be aware that things are changing in the insurance industry when it comes to homeowners making claims for damage, storm damage, or water damage, or fire damage. Things are tightening up. Insurance companies are raising premiums, raising deductibles, and lowering coverage. Right. In many different ways, many different shapes and forms. Some very straightforward, some not so much? Correct. So (laughs) I'm just going to throw this out there. After I did that, about a week later, I was checking through my mail. And I do what most people do when you get something in the mail from an insurance company. Heck, I didn't, honestly, I didn't even know. I know who my agent is. I have a great relationship with him. He's a broker, but I don't know who the carrier is. Right. So I'm not even going to say the name of the carrier because I don't want to do that. But I brought up how you need to be aware of this stuff that you get in the mail because most of the time, what do you do when you get something from an insurance company? Instantly rip it. Yeah. It's fire starter. Garbage. Yes, I take my uh, <clears throat> my name off of it and shred it and run it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I get something from this insurance company, and it says it's got a nice, open it up, it's got a nice brochure, it's talking about roadside assistance, it's talking about all these neat new features that, that they're advertising that maybe I, I might be interested in for myself or my family or business, XYZ. And I get through the brochure and all of this advertising stuff, and then in the very back, folded up. You made it that far. I mean, that's impressive. I did. And the only reason I looked at it is because, well, and I know she's not listening, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> For Christmas, I'm getting my 17-year-old a AAA membership. Okay. Okay? So, you know, she's a roadside assistance, right? Yep. I, I was interested in that. She's going to hate it's the a gi- good. It is a no. good gift. It is a good gift. I guess gift. it's great. It's a great gift. We realize that because we're adults. And she's 17. She's going to be thoroughly disappointed. Right. Yeah. So now when she's stuck someplace with a flat yeah, tire or yeah. got locked then out. Then she'll realize how much mom and dad really do care. Right. Or she might ask, like, is this, is this also a dub as a gift card and there's money on it that yeah. I can use? Where's or? the phone app? Where can I, you know? <laughs> right. uh, anyhow, but so uh, that's the only reason I got to the last page. You brought up a good point. I made it to the last page. Right. On the last page, important policy changes coming up. Oh. Changes to your policy. Regardless of what the changes are, and and they're kind of important. I mean, they are. If you have storm damage, you need to let us know within 270 days. If you have vandalism, you need to let us know within 180 days. Sure. Used to be a year or two years or whatever it was before. Honestly, I don't know. If I have that stuff happen, the responsible thing to do is to let them know right away. Yep. But not everybody realizes that, especially in a storm damage environment. You get hail, you start seeing the storm chasers, you start seeing the adjusters, the damage to people's homes. A lot of people think, eh, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get partake in this zoo. I'm going to wait. Wait, yep, that happens all the time. Well, guess what? If you wait now, you might be uh, up a creek yeah, without right. a paddle. And the name of the creek? It's not a good one. Right, okay? <laughs> And and so I guess it was just crazy that I brought this up two weeks ago to the listeners. So if you if you didn't catch the show, I talked about that. I actually specifically talked about this happening, and then it happens to me. Right. And I, I, I'm like, I need to start reading through my mail a little bit more carefully. So now all the junk mail will be opened. Now most of the junk mail yeah. will be opened if I recognize it. I don't know. I mean, what do you guys thought? It's about? tough. I, I usually just rip the stuff up. I'm, you Now you're kind of making me think. I wonder what I've thrown away that I probably shouldn't have. Well, is it 
letterheaded too. I mean, if there's no letterhead on it, to me, it's almost junk mail every single time. I mean, a little curious sometimes. Maybe right. it's a check from somebody, you know. How many envelopes do you get that say, like, you know, very important information exactly. inside, and then they're like, hey, 0%. Or, right, exactly what it is. finance your home. You end up, after a while, you just come down to it, you just tear it up and throw it in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. or the fake checks you get from the dealership. Right, right that one too, or, yeah. you know. Check uh, inside. Or, you know, the loan company's always got, you know, $1,500 to give you for, you know, nothing, to consolidate right. nothing. Or, How about this one? The check you get from the energy company once a year, that's like $14.58. Can you please credit my account? Are you serious? I don't Save know the this check. You get a check back? I, well, you're the you're right handed. Right, right handed. Oh yeah, there, if yeah. you're in a co-op, I mean, well, okay, I, I suppose it doesn't apply to everybody, but I, I can't. Come on, are you? I mean, please, I'm not gonna make. Make There's probably the a law that says they have to give you a There probably is. You're probably right. Yeah. They can't uh, forcefully uh, sell you more energy that you know you have no choice where you're going to get it from anyway. Can't do it. Yeah, I get two. I get one from the propane company and from the electric company. Because you call up your propane too, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have no choice. You can put a windmill up. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You should get right on that. Yeah. yeah that, do you no. know any windmill companies? Yeah, I do. They're... You know, speaking of windmills, just real quick, while we're on home improvements, those big blades yes. are humongous. Yes, they are. We saw a they, few of those. We are. So we just got back from Nebraska. You know, you drive through the open plains and whatnot, and you see them out in the distance, and it's yeah. like, yeah, and it's like, oh, you know, windmill, cool. And then you drive next to one that's on the back of a semi. Yeah. One they're, of those. They're extra long. Yeah. Wide, long. They're huge. They're wide load. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. Folks, they're massive blades. <laughs> this is the Home Improvement Hour. We're up against our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about quality edge underdecking and also true vent soffit and why this stuff is different than the rest and why all around such a fan of it. We'll also take callers from, from you when we get right back right after this. the all-around home improvement hour we are live the polish powerhouse and myself are here with dennis ricart from high road heating and cooling and also scott tober second time guests love having them on with quality edge and just want to throw out the phone number in case you want to call and ask any home improvement related whether it's on the topics we're talking about or your microwave oven it doesn't matter we'll try to answer it 1-800-854-1978 one eight hundred eight five four nineteen seventy eight. I don't know much about microwave ovens. Don't put metal inside. Okay. And press because right. when I was a kid, good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Tin, tin foil and microwaves don't get along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they kill a lot of the the you know new nutrition nutritional things in your food. Right. Right. Scott, Quality Edge. Real quick, a little bit about the company. Well, I know I had mentioned... Thank you. So let's talk a little more about... <laughs> Incredible company. It's been around since uh, 1989, based out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. We also have plants down in Texas and in um, uh, Georgia. Sweet. So for homeowners listening, metal manufacturer, different products, different cladding that goes on the side of your house, the underneath of your soffits, you know, the uh, under your deck. Right. A lot of metal products and available through our proud 
sponsor and partner, ABC Supply. Um, so to the contractors or homeowners listening, that's what we're talking about here. So how long have you been with the company, and what do you like about what you do? Well, like I said, it's a great company. I have great teammates. Um, do they feel I, the same about you? You might, yeah, they might. I bet they do. You know, okay. think differently, but I love them. Um, like I said, you know, whether it's people in the plant, a fellow uh, um Team members like myself, sales rep, like I have a team member up in Fargo, North Dakota. We call him the Man of Steel because he knows steel siding. That's a good name. Yeah, I came I like up it. with it. Yeah, that's yeah. sweet. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I have a, an incredible boss, Mr. Kozak in Chicago. But what makes us different is, you know, some of our distributors can't stock everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, that are timing with our products. We ask for three days to manufacture it. And we can have it to our distributors within a week. Okay. Because um, it's timing's everything. You can't have everything for everyone. So we really try to have unique products. I can vouch for that. I mean, generally, the time you order it, roughly 10 days, you can, you can have what you order. Yeah, and as an exterior general contractor, we try our best to not get too involved with too many different companies because, there, let's just face it, there's so many different options out there, and you can... Not only drive yourself crazy trying to learn everything, right. but also your customers. I mean, giving them just it's too much. I have fourteen different soffit options, right? And then tomorrow I'll come back and we'll talk about the fascia, and then on Saturday and Sunday we'll talk about the siding. So what we try to do to make it easier for us, because easier is always better, is we try to stick to the products that we like ourselves that we would put in our own home if it were us. And so there's there's two things because we don't have all day and and you two got to get going to the wild game, so we want to talk. Wild. Yeah, go wild. Absolutely, was just uh, just at a game. ABC took us. Yes, had a great time. It was and they uh, won two zip. Yep. What's that? I was there too. Were you really Thursday night? Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> were you, were you seat three twenty one a? No, we were uh, 114, roll 10. I think I said we were 111. Just kidding. All right, tangent, rabbit trail. Here we go. Back on course. The two products that we like the most are the quality edge underdecking. So let's talk yeah. about that first. In, inside out, um, you know, I always like it's it's one of those products. If you have a walkout house, it's one of those products to be able to finish off up above that ugly looking deck um, called the inside out. A lot of colors, a lot of different lengths, but it really helps for even resale, right? What's our number one investment? Our homes, right? Mm-hmm. So why not be able to be able to reinvest in our homes, either stay there and enjoy the the three seasons that we have in Minnesota mm-hmm. outside? Because you can see that's an area of growth when people are, you know, having stone grills put in, you know, three seasons porch. What a better option to be able to waterproof that undercarriage. Tiki bar. Yes. Polish powerhouse. Uh, we're working on one. Right. I couldn't agree more. It's a great way to be able to still utilize your deck and have the sun and everything that you get with the deck, and then you can quickly transfer the underside to a three-season porch. Yeah, so if if you're wanting to picture this, first of all, we have posted pictures on our Facebook page of underdecking projects that we've done with the Inside Out product. product. If you have a walkout basement, meaning you have a, a full man or woman-sized door, whatever you want to call it, you can walk out, and then you also have a deck, okay, it's the space underneath the deck. It's two things you're, you're having happen here. You're creating a ceiling, which looks awesome, which you can put fans in or lights in. You can you can put different features in it. But also, you're creating a water channel, a channel to divert water into a gutter, 
that moves the water away from your home. Talk about that part of it. Correct. Yeah, like I said, it's it's one of those products where you you know you have solid colors, you got wood grain colors, and what you're doing is you're using a water channel system, an underdecking system to move that water to wherever you want it. That's the biggest thing is figure out where I want my gutter. We've had we've had some homeowners that like it up against the house, mm-hmm. which I'm not really a big fan of because you're actually pushing the water towards the house. But as long as the product is installed, like you guys do an incredible job of installing products. Thank you. That it'll be done, you know, that'll it'll work. Right. But normally the biggest thing is is you, you figure out where you want your gutter, and then that's the way that you flow this product to that actual gutter. Yeah, that was something that Polish Powerhouse had a tough time uh, getting comfortable with. Get it, you know, but we had to do it on a couple projects. We've done and, it on a few. Yeah, and, and I think what was the the main reason was just location of the gutter. I think it looks. It was yep, location of the gutter downspout. The other one was uh, purpose. They were going to be making a three season porch underneath and didn't want the gutter on that end. So. It's yeah. just worked out where that that's pretty much, we didn't have a choice. That was the best place to put it. Yeah, you've had it, too, where those people have those screens that come down yep. that have those where you can't really have that gutter system oh, yeah. intruding there, so you're almost forced, you know, either by they have some beautiful architect out there, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, some arches that, you you know, you're pretty much forced to have to run it the other direction. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't have electronic screens and arches in their deck right we all <laughs> i certainly wish right? i did exactly, exactly. Yes. so uh the other product that quality edge that i i actually just learned about this uh nick of course you knew about it long before i did but i i found it very very interesting and much more appealing than your standard soffit metal okay so when we're when we're talking soffits we're talking the eve of your house the underside there kind of the yeah, help me out. The overhang, yep. the roof overhang, yep. and so you, a lot of different options on what you can put up there. You can you can put standard wood and have it painted, and then deal with that every three to five years. You can put metal up there. You can put um, uh, composites up there. There's a lot of different products. Sure, uh, this particular product, I think, takes the cake in the metal department because. It doesn't look like the whole cheese grater uh, look that most of them look like. You can, you know, just put some cheese up there and you almost get ready for a taco party. Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing is normally what everybody uses now is a center vent product. It's got ventilation down the middle, and then it's got solids on both sides. And then usually up in the gables, they usually use a solid product. But with the true vent soffit... You don't have that cheese grater look like you were saying. You didn't have to take a block of cheese up there. And you don't. You don't. You don't want that. I wonder if that would work. You don't want it. I'm telling you. I'm gonna try it after the show <laughs> today. Dennis, you know what we're talking about here? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, this stuff that the uh, the True Vent and, the, and there's different profiles, lots of different colors, um, but it looks so clean. I mean, it it is just sharp. It is it is just you know so if you if you're looking for that and in my opinion you know if you're gonna put metal up there I I can't imagine you guys help me out but I can't imagine the pr- the price difference between the stuff that everybody seems to have the builder yeah, grade the, che- yeah the cheese, cheese grater it, it's not a big cost difference but it's a little bit more yeah it's a little bit more a little bit but you can separate yourself from you know ninety nine percent of the other houses maybe not because you got the woods and stuff you even say ninety percent of the other houses out there right you know and the one thing that I want to make sure to talk about is not only the looks end of it you're making the boss your wife happy with because it's a better looking product very important um, but also is the net free area NFA see now I don't like how you did that 
See, because see, my wife, she cares about the NFA. I care about the look. See, you know, it's not. Oh, yeah. I, I the, the, the net-free area, yeah, she brings I, it up regularly, and she wants to make sure that we have convection happening inside of the attic space, and I'm totally yeah. messing around. I, I assumed. I'm sorry for assuming <laughs> that. But, yes, like I said, not only are the looks incredible to it, I mean... I, don't be shocked, everybody. It's sexy looking. I, I hate to That's use okay. that word. That's sexy. It's, it's, with, you know what? We'll do that. With soffit, but it is sexy looking product. Yeah. But like you said, going back to the net free area, you you know, you have these ridge vents that everybody uses, whether it's the um the one on top or the pocket vents. Attic vents. Yep. Right. That you really you need to have intake air supporting that. And I you know, I was actually doing some research on it to the um, the Department of Energy, you know, through our government, said that you can have 50-degree difference by using the true vent in the good. So just imagine if, um, you know, less air conditioning in the summer. I mean, just like you were talking about a couple weeks ago, Dennis, how airtight our homes are, right? Yeah. Imagine not having enough air to support your ridge vents so you have stagnant air up there and it sucks the air from your house is what ends up happening you you can never have too much supply so so the more soffit venting you have the better but the cool thing about this is you're getting rid of the cheese grater look because those vents are actually hidden in the uh, opposite of ridges what it's it's actually hidden in the it's got u channels u channels right inside there where it's actually it's not lanced and it's actually holes but you can't see it and you can use that throughout the whole house so you have a continuous beautiful look and it's actually breathing right. better because i mean even think about you know we were talking about stagnant air no one likes mold you no. know up in your attic i mean i've had stories where the people are getting sick because they didn't have enough air support having that air move around that you can get mold isn't cheese made from mold yeah, wah, maybe that's wah. yeah, maybe that's the reason. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> Packer fans Ding. maybe they like I don't know, uh, Scott, because you guys are running short on time, and and because uh, you're heading to the wild game, and we're going to be up against a break. What's the best way for contractors or homeowners to find out more about Quality Edge, and where can you find the product? Well, you know, just like you had said earlier, ABC, great partner. They actually have it. Um, the actual both products. And then any other uh, lumberyard distributor also, you'd be able to get it there. But the best way is go to qualityedge.com. You can find out about all of our products. It's homeowner-friendly. You can see before and after pictures. It's just a website. I mean, you can even play around with different houses, playing around with different colors. You can... You know, you can actually play around with your shingle color to look at your siding color, looking at your soffit color. So you nice. can incorporate a lot of those different things on our um, siding. Uh, can you play around with your neighbor's house if you don't like how that looks? No, it only gives you the one house. <laughs> I, but it, you know, I think I they're supposing that you do this. Right? Yeah, just leave a picture on their door, <laughs> stuff, ring their doorbell and run. Yeah. Neighbor, I want your house this color so I can have my house this color. <laughs> Something like that. And and what about uh, what about you as a rep? How can people get in touch with you? Um, well, anybody that ever wants to get a get a hold of me with questions, questions are a good thing, because like I said earlier, what's our number one investment is our homes. So let's use the best contractor all around, and the best products, Quality Edge. And but your phone number? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, but no. Uh, you can you can email me at stober at qualityedge dot com. Okay, awesome. Stober at qualityedge dot com. Well, thank you for being here. Enjoy yourself at the Wild Game and go wild. Yes. yes. No, thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. All right, thank Twin Cities so News Talk listeners, we'll be right back right after this.
Hey, welcome back, News Talk listeners. We are live today. It's December 16th. It's like 27 degrees out there, and we have some snow expected tonight, which I don't mind. It's that time of the year. Yeah, a little bit last night, too. I mean, that much, just enough to maybe be annoying if you're driving. Yeah, let it snow. Just don't play that song anymore, please. I've been listening to a lot of Christmas music. Oh, I can't, can't stand it. 107.9. No? No. I, you need to embrace I, it. I only tolerate it when my wife's in the car, otherwise I don't even want no, to. No, I can't So are do you it. like hashtag not my Christmas or something? No, it's not that. I just I just don't like listening to it. Except for the Yule Log when the O'Neill brothers are on. Well, of course. Then Christmas music, music is acceptable. Yes. Yeah. It, I expect to hear a few of their songs. Yeah. So before the break, we're hanging out. We're, we're hanging out with uh, Scott Tober with Quality Edge. And also, Dennis Ricard with High Road Heating and Cooling. And now we're going to talk about heating, and in particular, heating your garage space. Which you're going to need soon, because the bottom kind of drops out after Thursday. I, yeah. I had a car salesman in front of mine say years ago, though, one of the best things you can do for yourself when you live in Minnesota is buy yourself a garage heater. You know, why not have a nice warm car and you get in the morning and take off? And if, you've got a, if you go to work and you actually have the ability or the luxury of parking underground, you never have to even deal with the elements. Yeah. And also, why not? Uh, another thing we look for, you know, make that another room in your house if you want to. You know, some people are now, they're using that third stall, their garage, as a place to, you know, almost like a man cave. I hate to say that term, but, you know, they'll you know, go out there and tinker around. There and, we go again. Well, no, I like to say man cave. I mean, what are we, Neanderthals? No. Yeah. We're a place to hide out, you know. <laughs> it's not, you know, but... It could, be a woman, it could be a woman cave, it's, right? Yeah, it's it could, yeah. So she's got to go run the table saw out right. there. She can watch the TV right. or whatever and have it heated out there. I mean, and another one, too, is uh, if you've got hockey players in your family, we've done a couple of these deals where you, know, you can't have that bag of stuff in the in the laundry room the or in the bag entryway. Of death. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's what we know going on inside that bag. Right. So let's good. keep the new species there. being yeah. discovered. So they'll heat the garage and they'll you know they'll do some kind of racks so they can actually heat it, put them inside there somewhere it'll dry a little bit better. So no, there's that's so, a good opportunity too. So many benefits, and actually, I mean, I think some of the underrated benefits, just like okay, do you want to store paint in your garage? Exactly. Oh, guess what? You can't store it in your garage. You I need want, to get mine done. What about uh, batteries? If you want to. Uh, a battery to last a long time. I mean, well, liquids too. Anything that you might use that would freeze. You right. Know? You know, some refrigerators, refrigerators and freezers might not work when it gets really cold in the garage. Most garages stay pretty decent, but right. when it gets that cold, you know, you don't want to have to run the. That'll that'll help. I'm kind of babbling, but another one too is if you're a fisherman, and you might hit the river once in a while, you don't have to winterize your boat. Then you just back your boat into the garage and stay. You don't have to worry about winterizing. You jump in and take a throw back in the I river. Suppose, yeah. Why did we ever <laughs> winterize that dumb boat? I don't know. Every year, and we're putting it in a heated space. Right. <laughs> Dude, that was your thinking. That was. Right. Better safe than sorry, right? Uh, he is the Polish power. Let out winterize it out. I, well, no, I mean, I'm just thinking. But no, in general. So, And then you have lawnmowers. You have maybe maybe you have a, a four-wheeler, a couple toys, yep. things you like to store. I think these things last quite a bit longer when they're just in a 45, 55 degree environment. Somewhat well, normal environment rather than sub-zero, something like that. It's not like you have to keep it 70 in there either. No, and actually uh, the wife and I do the whole thermostat war because, um, well, <laughs> I split wood to heat our, our pole building, and yep. but the garage is on propane. And so I just think to myself, you know how many hours I'm splitting this wood and heating our house and heating the pole building, and here you are turning that garage up to 70 degrees, whatever. Usually it's like 55, but so I'll, every time I pull in, sneak in and I turn that dial to 45, <laughs> and then 
I mean, every single time it's back at 55 degrees, so we're playing the whole thermostat war. It's not good. I keep mine. What does it take to get gas to, I mean, to a garage typically? Is that well, a that's the hardest part of the job usually. process, yeah. And actually, it's not usually too bad. A lot of houses are designed where the furnace room is adjacent to the garage. Yep. So it's right there in that bottom wall. I can usually go into the garage, or we can fish out through the basement somehow, get in the back corner, run it up the corner across the edge of the fascia and sure. the, or along a lap of the siding and up and in maybe run it up along the uh, where the downspout is and kind of hide it in the corner of the fi- of the uh, yep. of the siding there that's the hardest part of the job usually and then we vent it up through the roof and so deal. let me ask you do most people do the hanging heaters from from the ceiling well yeah well i haven't seen your garage heater but it, it is it's the it's gonna throw out there hot dog premature puts them in it's the a torpedo, low profile right? garage. It's a what's that? Like the torpedo kind? No, it's actually it's a it's a garage heater, but they're oh. low profile. Uh, the certain BTUs, I think, this to forty five thousand are only fourteen and a half inches off the ceiling, and the seventy five thousand sixties and seventy five thousand are nineteen and a half inches off the ceiling. Okay, so we're flush right there. I mean, so if you've got a corn back corner of your garage, it'll mount above your service door. So that might be a useless corner anyway, where you don't have any shelving anyway. Right. You hang the garage here right above that door, and it's not even in the way of anything. No, but nice. what about the fact that heat rises? I mean. Well, yeah, but you're, I mean, you're heating the space, you're heating the space. I mean, you're blowing it down. And yeah, it's blowing it down. Right. It deflects down and you heat the space. It's not like you're living in there. Right. You're, you get a lot of people that put fans then, too. My dad has a fan. Sometimes in some people will coincide. It just keeps it on low. It'll kind of circulate. Well, the ceiling fans you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, you know, I discourage that. An electrician friend of mine's always had garage or fans in his garage. Yep. You know, even to keep the moisture from building up on the concrete sometimes in the spring sure. and fall. Yep. So what about, because I have one of those old Honeywell. You know, mercury tainted thermostats. Now in the house, we've upgraded yep. to digital, uh, which is great. But in the garage, it's still one of those dial. Uh, n- tell me benefits, negatives to to still having that, and should people be replacing those? You should get rid of. Uh, they're not. I mean, it's old. It depends on how old it is. I mean, they haven't been making them for a long time. So chances are it's a pretty old thermostat. We want to get rid of the mercury. If you're thinking about upgrading your thermostat, we got to dispose of that thermostat properly. The mercury doesn't do anything bad if it's there. Though. It's inside the glass. It's contained. It's not going to leach out or anything like that. But uh, the Terminator's not going to come out. No, he's not going <laughs> to eat around the floor and join back together. All right, and be not going to grow back the limb or anything listen, like that. It'd be pretty cool Next if year. he did, like the good Terminator, <laughs> yes, right. the good one, not the bad one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Dennis, I have a question for you. When it comes to those garage heaters, do you rem- or do you recommend uh, vent free or always have the kind that actually has a physical vent that goes outside? Because I know I've I've never I've, installed a vent free uh, garage heater. Um, in a garage, I guess it would be okay. It, you are it's gonna it's, they're supposed to be so efficient, but there's always some byproduct of combustion. Uh, if you start reburning combustion gases, you are going to start creating more carbon monoxide than it's actually producing. If it's not tuned up properly and kept in good running order, it could run dirtier, therefore producing more carbon dioxide. And I'm going to guess if it's in the garage, it's not really getting maintained. It's just kind of getting turned on and off whenever you feel you want it. spider webs. I'd collect, yeah, exactly. I'd go, I'd stay away from those. Mm. All right. Keep them vented. Because the other byproduct of combustion, when you're really efficient, you're creating more water vapor than you're creating anything else. Now you you got water vapor in the garage. Mm-hmm. You're creating more moisture. You're gonna get that frost buildup on your windows, mm-hmm. of your doors. You know, everywhere there's like air gap where there's a little bit of cold air coming in or any contact of cold weather. Sure. That makes it's gonna sense. freeze up and frost. You've seen the frost on garage doors before. Yep. So yeah, like people do, people don't always consider the the byproducts or the things that happen, the consequences of changing an, an a living area or airspace. Solve one problem and you create another. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. so so a couple things to keep in mind. If you're gonna have a heated garage, 
that you know you're heating regularly you want to have that attic space yep. vented yep. Yes. it's got to be vented and you have to have supply vents right scott like true yes. vent. okay true vent, yes. so you, you it's going to be like an attic space just like over your house the other thing to keep in mind is the roof if if it was a detached uh detached garage and the roof was done you know back in the day is chances are that roof doesn't have ice and water shield right you could get heat loss and get ice dams and then create water damage if you don't have ice and water on that decking surface before the shingles were put on. So, it you know, something, something, to, something think else to definitely think about. Right. And then also insulation in the walls and, and some of some of your normal stuff like that. Polish, am I missing anything? I don't think so. No? You pretty much nailed it. Nailed it? Sweet. I think we have a caller calling in, which is unbelievable. Holy cow. What happened? Just kidding. No, uh, but so, I mean, just roughly, because I know you're going to get asked this uh, regularly by by uh, the listeners that call you for garage heating. Well, I mean, what's the rough cost? I was just going to ask. Uh, about 2000 give or take a couple hundred. You know, it all depends on the gas line. That's the biggest thing. It all depends on the size of furnace, too. You know, if, you're gonna, if you have a small, you know, car and a half or two-car garage, you're going to have a smaller B2 furnace, less expensive. You're going to have a three-and-a-half, four-car garage, high ceilings. You're going with the bigger furnace, you're going to, you know, more cost there. Does the homeowner generally supply the heater on no. the jobs you do? Or you no, guys we, are... we take care of all that. So when you say 2000 roughly, that's... That's their complete get installation. Yep. Oh, that's not bad. All right. I need to heat my garage. Right before the break here, we're going to take a call from John. John, where are you calling from? Hey, uh, calling from Jacoby. Excellent. Thanks for being our first caller. Really appreciate it. How can we help you? Hello. Yes. Yes, yep. John. Uh, I'm, I'm driving, so I'm on my Bluetooth, so I'm not sure if I'm... Okay, dr- drive safe, first of all, please. Volume okay. up, j- volume up. it's fine. And w- how can we help okay. you? What's your question? Uh, I want to put a heater in the garage. I'm in a townhome, and there's rules where you can't be, you know, I got people on both sides of me and in back of me. Uh, so I heard you talking about vent-free. Uh, is, there, is there a way that that can be done? I, I don't deal with any of the vent-free vent ones, uh, and we can look into it, but on something like that, we end up dealing with the association. The association usually approves it, but the, it could be locked. Like you say, you're locked into it. There's no place to go out the side, and uh, there's right. no place to go to a roof because you've got living space above it usually, so, yeah, you're kind of locked out. Um hate to go away from the gas part of it, but you may be looking at maybe an electric option. Right. Because then you're vent-free. You don't have to worry. You know, you don't have any, you're not burning combustion gases or any you know, fuel out there, so you don't have to worry about any flue gases or anything like that. So, you know, it's going to be cheaper up front to do that, but it's going to be more costly to run it in the long run. Right, because uh, on both sides are people, and above is a bedroom, and behind it is like a bathroom. Yep, yeah, I could get, I can picture you're totally locked in. Yeah, and we don't deal with any ventless uh, units because we just don't want to deal with the liability or something like that. We anything we put in is going to have a vent on it. John. One thing I yep. can tell you, though, is you're now a citizen of the all-around home improvement hour. So how does that feel? Uh, it feels uh, pretty good. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yes. You're, you're a good man, my friend. We, we hope that that helps. And uh, safe driving out there, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Vent-free, do you know where to get any of those? Nope. Okay. Something to look into. I guess I'm not sure either. Yeah, we'll talk I've a little bit, seen it with vents. A little bit more about it after the break. Again, folks, if you want to call in with a home improvement related question, 800 854 1978. 800 854 1978. We'll also have your real estate update right after this. Get- Ask the 
Absolutely awesome bumper. Thank you so much. Here we go. We're going to take a call in a minute from Sean about garage heaters and then Bob about ventless heaters. But first, we need to find out what's going on with our crazy real estate market. We have in the back studio helping us with the ones and twos. Yes. Guys, great show Ryan as always. <laughs> Wonderful show. Just want to give a quick real estate update. Uh, Charles, Nick, uh, the market. Uh, this is uh, traditionally really the slowest time of the year, obviously, with um, you know the holidays here right around the corner. But there are serious and buyer, buyers and sellers still out there looking. We actually uh, are doing a fun seminar coming up this Tuesday night, an investment property 101 seminar, 494 in, pa- uh, in France. It's at France Place at 6.30 to 8 o'clock. If you've ever been interested in real estate investing, great spot to stop out learn. I actually put the seminar on and share some of the real life stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly sometimes in regards to real estate investing. But it's a real world um real world examples, a great event, and you can visit mnrealestateshow.com to learn more. Again, mnrealestateshow.com. Um, guys, great show. I appreciate the opportunity as always. And um Charles, I like that longer hair. I do too. We're going to keep it going as long as I still have hair. Keep that man bun going. Thank thank you, Ryan. It looks good, man. Looks good. Yeah, Ryan O'Neill with the Minnesota Real Estate Team, licensed real estate agent with REMAX Advantage Plus, and the fearless leader of so many great agents out there. Please reach out to him and his team, mnrealestateshow.com, for help buying and selling. Patiently waiting on the line was Sean with Garage Heating Questions. Sean, where are you calling from? I'm calling from La Center. Minnesota. Lee Center. Now, wait, there's a big debate about it. Is it Le Center or is it Lee Center? Uh, Lee Center. Okay, Lee Center. All right. See, now. He's I, like, I live there. Of course yeah, I know. Exactly. Okay. All right. Great. Sean, how can we help you? Um, I didn't catch the beginning part of the show, and I was wondering if the gentleman that you had on had suggested a heater, uh, you know, a, a, like a brand name, or because as I listened, it kind of sounded like. He put them in himself, and I, I guess I wasn't clear on on that. Yeah, if you're talking, uh, yeah, we're, with High Road here, we we install garage heaters, and we we carry a couple different brands. Uh, we get them from you know local wholesaler. I don't do anything for Menards or anything like that. I just, uh, you know, those other ones. I the I like to go get my equipment where they sell parts, so I can service them and warranty them. Yeah, Sean, yeah. you know, if you're thinking of, thinking about this, right? You're dealing with gas lines. You're dealing with fire. Okay. Right. Th- those are two things that, unless I have been taught how to deal with all that stuff, I really don't want to put that liability on myself. Plus, if you do something like that, uh, then and you end up having a fire, having a big problem, there's also a chance that your homeowner's insurance uh, policy may not cover you in that event. I mean, that's, that's what point. I talked about right in the beginning of the show is coverages and how they're doing everything they can to try and avoid liability. I mean, they are they are a business, rightfully so. So um, just something to think about. But yeah, Sean, uh, great great local company, High Road Heating and Cooling. They'll help you get your garage heated. And uh, is there anything else we can help with? Yeah, before we cut them off, oh, yeah. I just want to, I think maybe his question might have been too, as Nick was just bringing up, is that we, we sell the uh, Modine hot dog brand. It's a whole Modi or a hot dog is a model of Modine units. Okay. You know, they're not giving us any money to say that. Just most of what we put in. So, Sean, and you service you service the center area, or are we too far away? From yeah, you're a little out of our window. Well, 
Well, they currently have a tech right oh. out right out of the center or oh, well, it's Saint Lee Peter. Sewer. Lee Sewer. Oh, no, Saint Peter. You see Saint Peter. Oh, You're right. Okay, it's okay. I think that the center is uh, on the east side of the state, isn't it? Yeah, I actually I was just in Lee Sewer. <laughs> oh yeah, it's about twelve miles to the west. Oh, okay. Well, we no. I seriously, I got a guy down there, so you know, it's not the end of the world for us to take care of you. He's no. got a guy and Sean of citizenship to the all-around home improvement hour, my yes. friend. Yes. Thank, thank you for All calling right, thank in. You, gentlemen. Take care. Have a great Thanks. day. Thanks. Have a good, good weekend. And now Bob with a heater question as well. Bob, where are you calling from? Uh, Fridley, Minnesota. Fridley. Absolutely. Fridley, Fridley. Fridley. Fridley days. How can we help you, Bob? Yeah. Um, I do have a ventless gas uh, heater in my garage. I've got a single attached, and I did insulate and sheetrock this attic space is spotty with insulation, so I'm getting a lot of that condensation buildup. Yep. So I have to, like, towel the ceiling down in certain areas above the big door in one place. But um, it's got a, a thermostatic control. It's, there's no electrical hookup at all. It runs, uh, you set it at a temp, and it'll stay there off and on automatically, uh, like 50 at night and 60 when I'm out in the man cave. Um, it, it performs well, and I never thought about the insurance uh, evaluation or the, the risk potential. Being as I did the pipe it all myself and never had inspection done, so that's the only other question. Yeah, quiet. Yeah, anonymous Bob, right? It's really, <laughs> it's it's really Roberta. Well, so Fairmont, Bob, right? <laughs> Fairmont is where you're at. Yeah, no, Fairmont, Minnesota. Uh, well. A couple things, and one of the things you were addressing was a moisture issue. That sounds like a ventilation thing to me. I'm not the expert on it. I'm going to guess in a garage too. If it's an older garage, what kind of vapor barrier does it have inside of it? You know, I don't we have any. You know, especially well, if you, you said you did the sheetrock, right? Uh, when I when I sheetrock the garage, the walls, I put up that the, the poly barrier with the insulation yep. behind that. But the attic, like I said, it's spotty. It didn't do anything up there. So wherever there's insulation missing, you can see the stains. Yeah, so he's probably got a ventilation issue up there. I'm yep. guessing, and then. And then if you're doing a ventless unit, you know, in a unit like that, there's condensation as byproduct of combustion, so you've, you're creating moisture inside the garage space, and it's got to go yeah, somewhere. Right. It's, you know, if there's no, if there's not a good uh, go lid right, on that thing, it's right going to go right through there and right to the ceiling where it's yeah. cold. It's going to frost up your garage roof and melt back down. And mm, yep. yeah, Bob, had a roof put on two years ago. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Bob. You just had a hailstorm a couple of years ago, and I, I, that would that would have been a great time to address any of, any of those ventilation issues. Did they do that? Yeah. Sounds like you said you, they, they put a couple put, vents. They did put an extra roof vent uh, right above the garage area. So there's a, there's plenty of attic ventilation, but there's nothing directly like a fan, per se, to draw the moisture sure. out. Maybe no soffit, too. Heat exchange. But, yeah, I have no problem. I got that. You were saying, I don't want to drop any names, uh, but Menards is where they do have these, and they're under $200, so it's like 160 Yeah, absolutely. If you want a... It's always an option. You know, if, if you if you want a partially heated garage with some side issues, then that's a great way to go. However, um, yeah, no, I, I can tell you uh, from personal experience that uh, every single morning I have a very evenly heated garage space and uh, no no danger of fire or carbon monoxide poisoning or any of that stuff. But, Bob, you know what? You're still a citizen of the all-around home improvement hour, my friend. <laughs> officially. Yes, now, officially. That's right. We have you in the books. <laughs> well, good talking to you guys. Yeah, thank Thanks, you. Bob. No, we, we appreciate it. Thank you so much, Bob. <laughs> guys, night, home stretch of the show. It's coming on. The holiday season's coming up. Any special mentions, Dennis? No, I'm just uh, pumped about the Vikings. What do we you got think? This, well, I say... 
well, I don't say I'm quoting a buddy of mine, skull to the bowl, that's the goal. Remember we talked about that last like week? Yes. Skull to the bowl, uh, yes. that's the goal. I like it. Skull, get past the first week of oh the playoffs. Oh, my God, you're so negative. Oh, what go. do you mean? We Here might have a bye. Char- Here goes Charles. There you go. Carson White is out one. to ACL. I just like to look at... What's in front of me? Guess what? The Needy. field goal is going to hit the post and it's going to go bounce in. This in. Time. Exactly. I have a terrible short time. It bounces memory, in. But a pretty good, <laughs> a pretty good long term memory. Scott Tober, quality edge. Kind of the final thoughts from you here as we as we round off the home stretch here. Just uh, everybody have a happy holidays. Enjoy your families. Spend quality time with them. We only get one time around, and uh, just be appreciative for all that we have. And if you happen to need new soffit venting and vented soffits. Or underdecking, just go to family. all. Yeah, go to all around. They'll take care of you. That's awesome. And no. didn't we have a happy birthday wish for someone? I thought we did. Yeah, we certainly do. Selena, my daughter, would like to say happy birthday to who? Genevieve. Happy birthday, Genevieve. Happy birthday. She's, she's heading to to the birthday party after this. Polish powerhouse. Final thoughts. Merry Christmas. Merry, 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 merry. Had a little lamb and merry Christmas. Thank yes. you so much, folks. God bless.